the podcast where we sip and spill. Welcome back to Tea with Key. First off, I just want to say Happy New Year. Okay, it is 2021. Okay, and if you're listening to this episode right now, that means you made it. Okay, we made it. 2020 things we did that. Okay, so just give yourself a pat on the back, a round of applause, a little skip to my loo, whatever you got to do, we are here. And for that, we are thankful for. And I just also want to say thank you for starting off another year with me, okay? There are 35 episodes of Tea with Key. This being the 36th, okay? So for that alone, I just want to say thank you all for listening. I appreciate y'all so, 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 so much. I do Tea with Key for you guys. Looking forward to having more guests on the show this year and dropping some more content on y'all and all that jazz. So you know how we do. I'm going to tell y'all what I'm sipping on. And I, I decided to pick one of my favorites because I'm just I'm just in the mood for it. I love, 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 love passion tea. It's absolutely freaking delicious. Okay. Hibiscus, orange peel, rose hips, passion fruit, all that jazz. All right. All of that mixed into a lovely cup. And y'all know I love to put honey in my tea as well. So I am sitting here just, oh, it is, it's just, I'm just, I'm sitting here having a little sip. If you haven't uh, had some passion tea, Tazo makes it. Y'all know I'm a big fan of Tazo. Um, definitely check it out. It's a uh, pretty freaking delicious. When, uh, you know, I was thinking about all the growth that Tea with Key has had, and I really wanted to thank my guests for being on the show. You know, it definitely uh, not only takes time, but, you know, people coming onto the show emotionally, opening up intellectually, and just being able to have that space where we can cover all different topics, people's passions, and so forth. So I did something this season that I haven't done in a very long time. I actually actually. I mailed cards. I put in an order. If you haven't already checked her out at Signed by Sion, she makes really dope cards. Kiana, a good friend of mine, shout out to her. I put an order into her and I was like, yo, girl, I want some cards. Can I get some? I'm going for like this, like, you know, I am thankful for you. New Year's, you know, celebration vibe or whatever. So we had a little brainstorm sesh, went back and forth, all that jazz. And you know, she put together a little something, something, something like that. So, you know, if you uh, if you had your episode on Tea with Key, you definitely should have by now at least gotten your card. Um, however, I will say I sent two cards to two individuals who live in the same household and one person got theirs and the other person did it. So I'm really confused about that because uh, it's a uh, it's been a minute and uh, the card wasn't returned to me. So I'm not really sure. If you had an episode on Tea with Key, you should have already received your card. Or if not, unfortunately, it's lost in the mail. And I don't know what to do about that. So sorry. But no, for real, for real. Thank you to all my guests. I deeply appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. 
because where would Tea with Key be without you guys? So for this episode, I wanted to, I wanted to get a little personal. And I know, you know, I'm usually having someone on the show where, you know, I get a chance to ask them questions and it's more of my guest opening up. But in the spirit of the new year and, you know, taking time to reflect on this past year we've had and just, you know, past versions of ourselves. I I wanted to do my own little resolution episode. I thought to myself, what are some things specific to me, things that are more challenging, something that once ingrained, I'm going to have to keep utilizing in order to, you know, have that have that sustained. So, so I narrowed it down to three main goals. Notice red flags, learn to say no, and build confidence. Noticing red flags. All right. Uh, that is something that I, I've struggled with for a while and not even just like in terms of relationships, but just like, I mean, friendships as well, just, you know, dynamics with people. And I feel like, I feel like especially this year, I took a lot of time to reflect because I feel, I feel like the biggest thing with me is that there are certain things that I don't realize are happening again. And then I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Like that red flag. I'm like, I have like this box of red flags and you know, that's like my past and like another red flag comes along. It's identical. And I'm just like throwing it in the box all willy nilly. I actually used to say, cause I, I talked to my mother and she'd be like, well, you know, Key, didn't you realize this? Because this isn't the first time. And I don't know why at certain points I'd kind of, uh, what's the, what's the phrase where you kind of like make seem something lesser than it is so, or like less bad than it actually is. So I'd be like, Oh, like it was a blush flag. Ooh, it's a lot. I'm, I'm really hoping that like the culmination of like all the memories that I like have from relationships with like people, like I said, not only, you know, boyfriends, but you know, just friends as well. I'm really hoping that I take those memories and apply them to similar situations in the future so that I don't end up, you know, hurt. I don't end up, you know, wasting a lot of money or wasting a lot of time due to, you know, these red flags that, that I'd already, you know, witnessed in the past. And I think a big thing too, like I said, uh, I, my mom, you know, she'd be like, well, Key, you know, how'd you find yourself in a situation? Because this has happened, you know, before. What I really want to focus on is also listening to the people close to me because, you know, there are times where like my mom says something, my best friend says something. And, you know, I think to myself, well, yeah, they know, but like, I know, like, I really know, you know, and (laughs) there were times where that wasn't the case. So, I mean, these, these are people who you know, I pretty much share everything with. And so I think definitely taking more time to actually listen to what the people in my inner circle are saying is definitely going to help me notice red flags more. So it's, it's, it's like two parts. One is actually noticing problems that I've already seen before. And then on top of that, that I can thank my mom and my friends for is describing situations and them telling me, wait, hold on. Have you actually thought about that? And I think another big point that this is really going to be a struggle for me because it's not something that I really do. Um, (laughs) 
and that makes me feel a little anxious when I even think about it is there have been times where red flags popped up and I could have in that moment, you know, addressed it with the individual but I always, I have this, um, I don't know, there's this tension about like when things happen and I'm like, in my mind, like, wait, hold up. Like what's going on? I don't verbalize it. So one of the things I want to work on is like actually asking the question, like when things happen or not necessarily calling people out, but just really trying to understand in that moment when a red flag does pop up, being able to talk with a person about, yo, like <laughs> what's going on? it's, it's going to take some time and it's not going to be easy. Cause like I said, it's not something that I'm used to, but in the long run, like I said, it'll definitely help me be hurt less in the future. Another thing that I want to work on is learning how to say no. And let me just start off by saying, <laughs> When I tell y'all I could write a book called My Mama Said or something along those lines, because literally my mother has a quote for everything. Like I grew up on quotes, like, and her mother would like, you know, give her quotes, just, you know, words of wisdom, rules to live by, whatever you want to call them. And my mother would always say, the answer is always no. The answer is always no. For me, I don't know why it's hard to say no. I've asked some of my friends and they say, well, you know, you like to please people. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I do like when everyone's happy, you know, because wouldn't the world be a better place if we were all just, you know, happier. But it's like, you can't, you can't sacrifice your own happiness. I want to, I want to learn how to say no, because I want to start looking out for myself. I want to make me a priority. I started therapy like a long time ago and um, I fell off the, the wagon for a little bit and then I had hopped back on, you know, sometimes therapy can be like a, a train where you get on the train and, uh, you know, you get off at a stop and, you know, you explore a little while, but then you hop back on the train eventually. But anyways, I remember one of my therapists, she said that because I was talking to her about, you know, how I have trouble saying no. And she was like, well, you know, just say, let me think about it, you know, because I feel like because if I don't, ex if I don't expect someone to ask me something, when they do ask me something, I just automatically, I'm just like, huh, huh, what? <laughs> like sporadic, you know? So I guess it's like a reflex to say yes. But yeah, my therapist was like, say, let me think about it. And I'm just like, yo, that's actually like a really great answer because, you know, when they're asking you of something, especially if this person is, you know, a friend, like more than just, you know, like a random stranger or something like that. Um, you know, they should be able to respect you enough to give you time to think about, you know, what their request is. If I'm not able to say no immediately in situations to where it is my first instinct, I definitely want to work on the, let me think about it. I definitely want to think about what I want to do because I have a habit of saying yes, because I think it's what the person wants me to say. And like I said, I, I mean, I do like, you know, making people happy. So I guess I'm like, I'll say yes. I'm like, then they'll be happy. We'll both be happy. And, you know, so, but I need to start realizing that I can't solely function based off of what I think they think. So like, you know, I can't, I can't live my life off of what, you know, expectations are of others. I really want to focus on, even if I am able to, really taking the time to think about like what is being asked of me, 
do I truly wholeheartedly intrinsically want to do that? Because most of the time, more than most, more than 50%, like I don't even know what percentage, but it's definitely up there. I typically say yes, but, um, you know, there are days where, you know, I got more bills than normal, you know, stuff comes up. There are days where I'm more exhausted than others. You know, there are days where I just don't have the time because I already have so much to do. So I really want to start thinking about, am I in a position to say yes? Can I say yes? And if not, then I just got to say no, you know? So it, it, it sounds simple just to like utter like, no, but it's like, you know, I, I go through these moments where I just start, you know, going through in my brain thinking, well, like if I do say no, like do I have to give an explanation and then is it good enough? And, you know, just all these things when in the grand scheme of things with the people that I am cool with, if it's a case where I really can't come through, they, they gonna understand, you know? So I just, I really, I really want to work on this. And on, on top of that, another big reason I want to learn how to really, really be able to say no, is that I don't want to do things out of character, especially for the people who aren't ride or dies. Okay. Cause most people in this world are not ride or dies. Okay. It takes like a very special person, a very set of shared experiences and just, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all know, y'all know, you know, so I definitely want to work on saying no, because I don't want to do things that like I normally wouldn't do just because it's in the spur of the moment or just because you may have a friendship but not all friendships are you know the strongest you know what I'm saying like you you might go through the Grand Canyon for one friend and you know you might not even I don't even know like (laughs) step over a ditch for another (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I definitely want to work on saying no because you know there have been times where like I did things that I wasn't proud of Uh, for people who didn't even (laughs) deserve those actions of me. So, you know, definitely um, being able to, in that moment, just be like, nah, I can't. I just, (laughs) I can't. I'm trying to focus on a lot of different things this year. You know, in this episode, we're talking about the main ones that are going to require a lot of energy. So noticing red flags, saying no. And the third one, this really kind of transitions um, from the you know, saying no portion and into uh, a much larger conversation that <laughs> I could have a lot of, uh, you know, of my close friends one-on-one, but, you know, I really want to work on building my confidence. And I've said that to, <laughs> I've said that to some people before one-on-one in person and they're like, wait, what do you mean? And, you know, I start telling them about, you know, moments where I don't feel confident and they're just like, well, you give up this energy, you know? And, and I always say like, I, I hang out with people who match my energy, you know, like, like if we vibe, like we're going to be vibing. Okay. You know, but I'm human. Okay. And, uh, you know, there, are there are times where I am definitely, um, <laughs> off my rocker. I'm, I just, you know, just straight up, straight up, you know, and honestly, like building confidence, that's been something that I wanted to work on for a long time. And I've, I've had back and forth conversations with my mother about this. I'm going to have to take a sip of this because <clears throat> I'm like, I might start rambling off and I'm going to throw it's going to be like, ah, just a high dad, like, ah. Mm. oh man, that's the thing about a good hot cup of tea. You just got every sip, just you put it down. 
you have some chit chat, you pick it up again, it's still, oh, still as good as the last sip. Every sip, every sip is good. Mm. Wow. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin on this one. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, kind of jump all over the place with this one. But for those of y'all who know me, y'all know how it is. So (laughs) hang in there, hang in there. Um, So looking back on this past year is when I especially wished that I had kind of developmentally already been at like a level of confidence that I wanted to have because what what I don't want to happen again in the future, <clears throat> I don't want to let my own inner internal, you know, sec- insecurities about myself affect my friendships. And it's like just saying it out loud, it should be like, well, yeah, like, you know, you have your friendship you want it to last. So clearly how you feel about yourself should not affect how you treat other people. Like saying it out loud, it should be straightforward, but it can be hard. It really can be hard. You know, like you think about the person you are and you think about the person you want to be. And, you know, I keep, I've said this, you know, in this episode already and in past episodes, like we're not perfect. We're not perfect. You know, like we, we know that there have been times where I, I have fallen short as a friend due to the lack of confidence that I have in some of my, in some of my traits, you know, and I really don't want to find myself in a position to where I'm doubting the person I am. And it's indirectly negatively impacting my friendships because I don't ever want to lose a friend just because I I didn't believe in the person that I am. Like I I know, okay, I'm a hot commodity. I got it going on. All right. Hello. I I want to truly, truly be able to fully do that all the time. I want to be able to not fall short of remembering who I am, you know? And and I say this because you can have a conversation with somebody, okay? In this case, you know, I have a podcast. I get to talk to you guys about a lot of different things. But when it comes to when you're sitting alone, like by yourself, honestly, truly, like being able to be like, you know what? Yeah, I got this. I got this. I want to get to the point to where even on my own, like when no one else is around, no one else is looking, I'm not on social media, like I'm not engaging in conversation on my phone or like whatever, like just dead alone, like solely alone, being able to stand on my own two feet confidently, proudly, keep my chin up, my head held up high, all that, and be able to say the things that I think I am, I truly believe them. I want to be able to love myself 100%, not on like some days, but all days, not half, but whole, you know, like I want to get to that point to where the self-love is just like, it's just, I love myself so much that I'm like, oh my God, like I could marry myself or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I want to get to the point to where I just, I am able to carry myself just all the time through, through whatever, whatever the situation it is, no matter who I'm around. Like I had an episode a a couple episodes ago about, you know, knowing that I'm worth it. I'm worthy, you know, and, and striving to wholeheartedly be like, yes, like I am worthy. Confidence comes along with that, you know, and it's, it's like, it's like the backbone, you know, knowing yourself, knowing your worth, knowing that you have value, no, being able to tell myself that I deserve good things to happen to me, being able to tell myself that I, you know, deserve 
you know, a raise or that like, I deserve love. I deserve, you know, all the good things that have the potential of happening to me. Like I deserve those things. You know, I want to be able to toast my own accomplishments, realize how far I've gotten and pat myself on the back. You know, there's so many times where people say, do you know, like how lucky you are? Do you know what you have? And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, I used to think to myself like, dang, am I doing enough? And I'm like, what the heck? Why am I sitting here thinking to myself, am I doing enough? You know, of course you can always, you can always do more, but being able to like actually sit down with yourself and being like, dang, like I did some things, you know, like, shoot, I am, look, I am a black woman in America. Okay. Every, no day is promised. No day at all. Okay. I am an Ivy league graduate. Okay. Cornell university, not everyone, not just anyone gets into Cornell. Okay. Not, and even if you get in, not everyone graduates. That was hard. Okay. Actually, no hard is an understatement. It was one of the most challenging things, if not the most challenging thing that I have done in my life, being able to, you know, at 18 say, well, 17 going on 18 say, Hey, you know what? I am going to go to college uh, 500, over 500 miles away from my hometown, the only home that I have ever known. Being able to, you know, once I graduated, say, hey, I'm going to move to Atlanta. And I had only been in Atlanta literally like 48 to 72 hours before deciding that I was actually going to live here. You know, those are things that I accomplished, okay? And those all took confidence, knowing knowing that I have made so much progress and being able to say, I know that I can continue to make progress because I'm confident in my abilities. I want to be able to give myself credit where credit is due. I want to, I really want to, you know? When I first moved to Atlanta, people would be like, oh, you know what college you go to? And I'd just be like, okay, I went to college out of state. Cause I always had this fear if I said I went to Cornell, then they would just, you know, have these assumptions about me and just have all these high expectations. And, you know, it was ultimately due to a lack of confidence that I had in myself. You know, I want to be able to say proudly, like, yes, like I went to Cornell University, you know, it was very challenging, not even just like intellectually, but also, you know, physically as well. Okay. I've definitely said some things about my appearance that I am not necessarily proud of. Okay. And things that I will not be sharing on this episode, but for, you know, the people listening who are, you know, close to me, you know, that there have been times where I have not been so nice to myself. My friends would be like, you're not talking about my friend like that. And I'd have to take a step back because, you know, there would be times where I would just, I would just say things about myself so much that it kind of became ingrained in my my behavior, which was ultimately a result of it being, you know, ingrained in my mind. And my friends had to check me. Okay. My friends had to check me. My mom had to check me. They had to put me in my place and say, yo, you could not talk about yourself like that, you know? And I, you know, in, in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, like, you know, I'm just kidding. But, you know, a lot of jokes stem from, you know, what, what you truly believe. So I don't want to find myself in that boat to where I'm saying, I'm putting myself down or saying things negatively about myself. You know, I, I, I want, I don't even just want to, I need to be in a position to where I am hyping myself up as much as I'm hyping up other people, being able to truly believe in the things that I'm saying about myself and ultimately, you know, be, be my biggest fan, you know, be like, Hey, Key, you looking good. Like Key, oh, you got a good hand on your shoulders, you know, just be be in that boat and like i said it's going to definitely take time i think that with all of these things that i want to work on you know not even not even the just this year because like i said it's definitely it's going to take a lot of effort 
It's going to take me being aware, constantly aware, and it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot, but I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to progressing, to growing. Like I'm, I'm in a different life stage than I was when I first moved to Atlanta. You know, I've, I've been living in this, you know, quote unquote adult world for a while. And I have the experience. I have have the support group to be able to accomplish, you know, these, these goals. For the listeners out there who have been with me before, you know what point it is in the episode. For those of you who have not been with me before today, what I love to do is to have takeaway points. And looking back on my three main goals for this year, I think I can kind of sum up how I can accomplish them. So for noticing red flags, I I really think listening to the people closest to me is going to help me the most. Being able to help point out to me things that I may have not realized. I think for learning how to say no, truly saying no, I need to think about making myself my main priority, looking out for myself. That's that's what it's really going to take. And as far as building confidence, I really have to look at where I am right now. Look at how far I've gotten, how much I've done up to now and just really remind myself like I'm a boss. I I I I am literally a boss. Okay? What I wanted to do, if I wanted if I wanted to do something, I did it. I made it happen, okay? Knowing that I'm it, okay? I'm it. (laughs) I hope that each and every one of you out there is able to accomplish what you set out to achieve in 2021. I have a really good feeling that this year is going to be better than the last. It may not necessarily, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but I trust, I trust that we will make this year better than the last one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.